Grace and Peace family. Grace and Peace. I'm glad to see you again uh, for another episode of the Watchman's Alert. I am the Watchman. Um, <laughs> Pastor, Apostle, Elder, uh, however you want to call it, Kayam Shepherd. Um, we're going to talk today about something that I believe that a lot of people are lacking today and they don't understand the importance of having a good name. We're going to talk about a good name. Why is it important to have a good name today? So our foundational scripture comes from Proverbs 22 and 1. It says that a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Uh, you got to understand that when you were born, <clears throat> your parents likely probably your parents or parent put a great deal of thought into your name they should have i know my mother did mine naming me kayam and after all <clears throat> it's, it's an important thing because it stays with you for the rest of your life other family members uh maybe somebody in your church if you have a church uh probably gave you a card or a plaque uh, with the meaning of your name. With me, my, the meaning of my name, I did my own due diligence. I did my own research because I wanted to know why she named me Kayam. Um, and, and so when people ask me now, I learned from an early age to uh, be able to articulate the meaning of my name. My name came from uh, a famous Persian poet, Omar Kayam. And he wrote a famous collection of Persian poetry called the Rubaiyat. The great thing about it is he was not necessarily a poet. He was a brilliant, brilliant mathematician, but he, he hated math and he loved poetry. Uh, in Hebrew, my name means, um, you know, interestingly enough, it means speaker. And in Arabic, it means tenter or tent maker. And so uh, there's something in a name. But does this verse that we just uh, quoted mean the same name that some names are, are worth more than others uh, if it's a good name? Well, one thing we have to understand is symbolism and context. See, during biblical times, names were a significant part of who you were. Your name represented your identity. Fathers named their kids or their children as a form of prophecy or the conditions surrounding uh, their birth. When Jacob was born, Esau and Jacob. Uh, no, his name doesn't mean, I'm sorry, I know your bishop told you that his name means trickster and con man. Well, actually the name Jacob means heel grabber because he was grabbing Esau's heel coming out of the womb. Uh, that was a condition of the birth. Uh, another one. Um, when Rachel, who was Jacob's wife, died having their son, she was on her deathbed. She was pregnant. She was on the deathbed going to Ephraim. And when, before she passed off into uh, uh, her eternal rest, um, when she had the baby, she said, uh, his name shall be called Benoni. Benoni, uh, his, now, now two things significant. Number one, Rachel, who was his mother, tried to name him first. She said his name will be called Benoni, meaning son of my sorrow. 
because of the sorrow she experienced in childbirth, the sorrow that she was experiencing in having uh, this child that was being born uh, before she died. And so she had made up in her mind because of the surroundings of his birth, she was going to name him Benoni meaning son of my sorrow. But Jacob kicked in and he said, no, 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 no. He shall not be named Benoni, but he shall be named Benjamin, son of my right hand. And interestingly enough, out of the tribe of Benjamin came all of the royalty in the kings of Israel. So there's some, once again, there's something in a name. Amen. So the, even the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were also very rich in meaning as they told the story of Jacob's wives and his relationship to them. You'll find in Genesis 29. And see, sometimes God himself will give someone a new name as a result of his involvement in their lives. Uh, uh, you'll see it in Genesis 17 and 5 and Genesis 32 and 28. Even uh, he changed Jacob's name from Jacob to Israel. Amen. And so Jesus even gave Simon a new name, Peter, because of the role he would play in the church after Jesus's death and resurrection. So now whether you were born with it, whether you were given it later on in life, uh, your name mattered and it told the world who you were. Uh, also, you got to understand, uh, your name sig signifies that you're known by uh, strength of character. There should be strength and character in your name. Even deeper than the name itself, uh, the above verse in Proverbs that I gave you is talking about something way much more bigger uh, than that, than money and, and riches. Uh, it's referring to a person's reputation. It's talking about your reputation. It's talking about your character. It's talking about your actions and the qualities that you are known for. Are y'all hearing me? So far more valuable than your money or your wealth or your possessions, your cars, your houses, and your land was their personal integrity. Are y'all hearing me? Your personal integrity is worth more than anything that's tangible. And how loyal you were to your family and friends. Lord, we strayed a long way uh, from having a good name. And so a classic example biblically would be a bond between two people uh, such as David and Jonathan. I know that's a, that's a, a tricky subject for some people, but we're going to talk about it real briefly. From the moment they met, uh, Jonathan and David were knit together by the bond of brotherly love. And you'll find this story in 1 Samuel chapter 18. And they encouraged each other in the Lord. And they mourned when they were apart. And see, when Jonathan died, David said of his friend that thou, your love for me was wonderful, passing the love of a woman. It was a covenant love. Uh, and so the name of Jonathan was precious to David. Why? Because of what his friend meant to him. Their loyalty 
to each other. See, this is strange to a lot of people. They're, oh, they, they loved each other a little bit too much for me. Nah, because you don't understand the cultural context of the text. See, their loyalty to each other and their pledge, their covenant to care for each other's descendants. They made a covenant that if one died before the other, the one that lived would take care of his descendants. And they both had a reverence for God. Amen. And so just because also because we get money, because we become wealthy, it don't mean that we can secure our souls or that your wealth can secure your soul for heaven. We can only be identified with Jesus, not by the donations we make, not by the tithe or the offerings that we give or the amount of money that we have in or to our name, but by our love for one another. So if we live our lives, right, for the sole purpose of gathering more and more and trying to get more money, more possessions, more houses, bigger houses, more cars, and, and more authority, more influence, we're going to die and leave it all behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so the good name that the writer of Proverbs is referring to is your reputation, not necessarily your name, Albert or Teresa or, 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 or Ray or, or Kim. It's about your reputation. And so it's different examples in the Bible of people who had good reputations. Although he was mistreated and sold into slavery by his brothers, Joseph still behaved with honor and propriety in his master's house. How many of us can go through what Joseph went through and still keep our honor intact, our integrity intact? Let's look at Job. Yeah, let's look at Job. When Job lamented the tragedy God allowed to happen to him, he longed for the days when the whole town knew him by his good deeds and respected him because he cared for other people. Yeah, let's look at Gideon. Gideon was given the alternative name, Jerubabel, because he defied the social norms of idol worship. Oh yeah, we need more Zerubbabel's today. So these examples that I just gave you don't mean that our actions can save us. No matter how good and righteous they are, the Bible says there's not none good, no, not one. But it does mean that we are known by what we do. So when Saul became a follower of Jesus, he was known for his previous abuse of the church. You know, Saul, who uh, became Paul, uh, to the Gentiles. So when he became a follower of Christ, what they knew him for was how he abused the church. But now he lived the rest of his life, but how he lived the rest of his life proved that he was a true believer. It wasn't so much of him saying that he had an encounter with Jesus or him saying that he believed in the gospel, but it was how he lived his life it proved that he was a true believer, right? And so look at the name of Christ. Look at the name of Jesus. Beyond any other name on earth is the name Jesus uh, given to his earthly parents by the angel Gabriel, right? The name of Jesus is the ultimate representation of a name given to someone based on their life and their actions. 
Jesus was the perfect sacrifice to save people from their sins. And he fulfilled all of the prophecies concerning him as the promised Messiah. Right? And so we know that Jesus uh, will reign above every rule on earth by his power and his name alone. His name alone will be worthy to be glorified and praised. So think about your friends and think about your co-workers and think about your neighbors and think about your family members. I, I know you got opinions about them from the moment you say their name. Some have positive memories associated with their name and others cause you to kind of frown up when you hear their name. How do people react when they hear your name? Ah, that's the question today. Some cause feelings of love and adoration and others cause feelings of irritation and anger. So the important question again, what do other people think when they hear your name? Do you live your life worthy of the name of Jesus that's written on your heart? Mm. If we show love to others and remain faithful in this life, we'll be given new names in heaven, according to Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. What do people think when they hear your name? Does Visa, MasterCard, and American Express even respect your name? Why did I bring that up in closing? Because one of the things about a good name, it proves that a good name proves that you are accountable. A good name proves that you can be trusted. And a good name means that you keep your word. One of the reasons why so many people have bad credit, it shows, this is one reason, this is not all, because there is situations that that, that warrant people having bad credit. We're talking about situational poverty, situations that they didn't bring on themselves. Life happens. But I'm talking about uh, when these, these credit agencies don't respect your name because you didn't keep your word. You just wouldn't pay for it. Let's do better. Let's 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 check in with our name. Let's check our name. Let's have let's check our integrity out. What do people I don't care what people think? Well, you got a whole problem because we need to care what others think about our name. Your name can open doors that uh God open doors for you because of your good name and your integrity and character that nobody can close. And he'll shut doors that you're not worthy to walk in because you can't be trusted because your name man. Your name is reckless out here in the streets. Check your name. If your name is bad, get your life in order. Get your name straight in your face, as the kids say. Get your name right. People, I want, when people hear my name, they think good things or they have good, I hear people tell me all the time, yeah, I mentioned your name and man, they had nothing but good things to say about you. I haven't always been like that. Let me put that out there. I have not always been like that, but thanks be to God, uh, I've had a name change spiritually. Yeah, yeah, I've had a name change. So my name does matter. It does matter to me uh, what people think about my name. When I say it matters to me, I try to walk and live my life in a way where my name is not tarnished. My name, the posterity of the name, the Kiam Shepherd, that name uh, brings honor to my wife. It brings honor to my children. 
It brings honor to my grandchildren. But when you dishonor your name, it brings dishonor to everything you touch. I love y'all. Peace to next week. And remember, stay on alert and keeping your name clean. All right. Peace, family.